That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> hey! Back. Oh, hello! We're hey back. We're back. Hey, hey, hey back there. You it's going listen on going <laughs> what? <laughs> Help! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Weird, that's Casey. We sure are. I'm Hillary Holt. <laughs> I'm Hillary Ballet. And we chat true crime and paranormal of Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas slash surrounding areas, whatever we find out of the state because we can't. I had to say it fast so I didn't forget. Yep. Um, and people, if you've this, listened to this before, you've heard it a thousand times before. Not this thousand, is your first but time. 50, 57. Seven. Now. There it is. 57 times seven you've heard times it now, now if you've listened man. from the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, 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 episode 56. What? True crime. 57. 57. We just established that. We just, did we say, did we I say Literally just earlier? said 57. Just, just now, not earlier. <laughs> literally, just now. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Back to it. We got with us, is uh, Cheryl Poe. Hi. Hey. So if you want to <laughs> know what she's about, listen to the extra show that'll come out. Yeah, do um, it. Was it? What did I say? It. Sunday? It, um, yeah. Eventually. Today's Monday. We, mm-hmm. What's going on? I don't know. I'm barely. It's a weird anymore. day. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, a weird day. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the things. Uh, Casey, yeah, Casey Thing. Casey Improv Fest. Oh, yeah, those things. Let's do that first. Oh, and then I'll get things. to the what other the things. Fuck are you about? These oh. things. <sighs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Got these little drinkies that um, I got at work because it was for samples. Is uh, Tohi 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 Tohi? I told you on the back side. Oh, it does. Oh, that's right. I Sounds forgot. Like I read that part. Tohi T O H I. And is there Aronia Berry drink? But we have those flavors. I've got ginger lime. And you've got dragon fruit. Mm. I had to burp, and that was me squashing the burp. Oh, perfect! Hello. Um, so it's on the on the can is Aronia inside. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's on the can, and I'm like, what is? Never mind. Continue. Info. Go. Info's on the, on the can. Uh-huh. But now it's it's a can. Yeah. Um, there's no alcohol in this. No, we had no alcohol. Just want to let everyone know. Um, Aronia inside. Uh, this is heart, brain, bone, immune. Bow to the berry. <laughs> oh, bow to the berry. My bad. Sounds like tau, tohi, tohi. Anyway, tohi. Yeah, I can't tohi. Tohi. Just spell to. Tohi. T o w hyphen h e he. H e e he Michael Jackson saying this. Aronia berries are free. Okay, they're free radical fighting Thank purple you. miracles delivering nature's antioxidants. So we juice them for, for their na- nutritional, nutritional value. Thank you. Added pure H2O for hydration and created tohi. 
No artificial sweeteners. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean label, only five ing- ingredients. Invigorating without the caffeine. Um, so, I don't know about that one. Well, we'll see. It's not quite invigorating, <laughs> but no, I wish it had. A, good, I wish it was more oh, bubbly. God. Yeah, but it's, it's still it's still it's naturally sweetened with monk fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fruit that's very has silent fruit. Very silent fruit that lives yeah. in a temple. Yeah, or an abbey. High up, high above, high up, high everything above, else. High above everyone else. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. But it, I don't know where monks peaceful. live. <laughs> I'm assuming on a mountain. Every time I hear monk, all I think of is Ace Ventura. <laughs> like that's all I when well, nature calls or whatever. Uh, I think of like monk, like Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. Either of you have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with those? <laughs> okay, go home and watch fucking Ace Ventura when nature calls. He like starts out in a Buddhist temple, like at a ah. thing, and at the top of the of a freaking mountain has to climb a shit ton of stairs. So yeah. every time I hear monk, that's all I think of is the like, weird uh, yeah, temple. Usually but isolated. They're not monks, but yeah. Like uh, mm-hmm. like uh, what's mm-hmm. that? What's that in France? Mont Saint Michel in France. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Anywho, anywho. Um, so that was <laughs> So Tohi. That was it. Thank you. Oh, um, and, yeah, Kansas City made in. Uh, where does it? I'm gonna do like it say? Produce for Tohi Ventures LLC, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Fat manufactured in the USA. In case you aren't aware of where Kansas City, Missouri is. <laughs> Drinktohi.com. All right. You're, That's simple you're, enough. That thing and then the other one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I got um ch- Choco Flakes. Which are chocolate covered flakes, uh, like cornflakes, I guess, from Panache Chocolatier. Um, and they are obviously from Kansas City. And their website is www.chocolatecasey.com. That's very simple as well. Mm. Uh, but I like, the, I like the ingredients chocolate, milk, or dark. So there's both in there. Sugar, yeah. chocolate liqueur, which is maybe that's what's setting in. I don't know. <laughs> Cocoa butter, natural and artificial flavors, like milk chocolate, blah, 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 salt. Milled corn, malt flavoring. Nice. That's yeah. it. Mm. They're freaking delicious, though. They're super yeah. crunchy. Mm-hmm. As you've heard through the microphone. As I heard you won't hear it. Uh-huh. I heard it. <laughs> I just crunched really loud into the microphone <laughs> for her on purpose. So I had to throw my headphones off welcome. my ears. Okay, so um, you're thingy. And then thank you to our first like, Kansas City sponsor, yeah. 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 Um, Ashley Nelson Studios. Um, she gave, I went in to get a lip gloss to for like a promo for her. Uh-huh. And then I mentioned the podcast and then like what we do is promoting local stuff. So she gave us her Kansas City lip glosses. Nice. Um, we got the Kansas City Pretty, which <laughs> is um, like a, it's a pinky shimmery rose gold-ish mm-hmm. thing. And then we've got um, Love KC. And that's this like nude little lip gloss. And it's so, shimmery too. And it's shimmery. Shimmery. It's a little shimmery. Well, shimmy shimmery. <laughs> anyway, but Ashley Nelson, so she's in um, downtown Overland Park. Um, yes, yeah, so we got some little specials for you, but that'll be an ad in uh, the middle somewhere of this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll record it later. By the oh, way, okay. we're gonna record that later. Oh, okay, cool. Glad, <laughs> glad, glad, glad I came. Yeah, <laughs> glad I'm here. Good, good. All right, um, let's get this started before yeah. anything else happens. Happens before I lose my mind. Yeah, true crime. Already done. Week, if, in case we didn't say true that, true crime. I don't remember. It's an odd episode, so mm-hmm. keep up. True crime. Evens are paranormal people. Yep. Okay, mine is about the Wichita sniper. Hmm. Yeah, which I hadn't heard of this. 
How is it recent? I'll just let you know. Just tell us. I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you. So I'll tell you right now. In August of 1976, <laughs> so not ah. recent. Oh. Okay. Um, a troubled teenager rode an elevator to the top of the floor or to the top floor, Jesus, of the Holiday Inn in downtown Wichita. <clears throat> With him, he carried two rifles and a lunch pail full of bullets. So this isn't going to end well. What a hearty lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, a little too much lead, I think, possibly in there. That's not healthy. Lead gut. Um, It's not a very uh, balanced diet that he's leading Mm -hmm. right here with a lunch pail. It was... Oh, it was almost... What? It's a heavy metal diet. Oh, God. All right, continue. It happened. I'm going to let it sink in for a second. And there it goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was 2.45 on a drizzly, windy, windy? Drizzly Wednesday afternoon. I think I've also had a stroke. Um, and he was 18 to 19 years old at the time. So some places say that he was 19. Others say he was 18. I don't really know the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't look up his birth because I don't really give a fuck um, about him. So uh, his name is Michael Souls. He opened fire on the streets below. <clears throat> for 11 minutes, the sound of shots rang um, throughout the downtown Wichita, and he was shooting with a bolt-action deer rifle, which is I was just like, okay, that sounds way too fucking powerful for mm-hmm. someone of that age to have, but it's also the 70s. When the shooting stopped, three people were dead or dying, and six others were wounded. Ugh. Yeah. So, Mark Fallon, or Phelan, F-A-L-E-N, Phelan, probably, Fallon? Probably Phelan. Phelan. Mark Phelan, um, he was only 23, and he was from Wichita. He was shot in the neck. Um, Yeah, and he died at the St. Francis Hospital the day after the shooting. Oh. Yeah, he was in critical condition since the shooting, and he just didn't make it because it was really fucking terrible. Um, Killed on site were 56-year-old Joseph Goulart. Goulart? Goulart? I don't know. Um, A freelance news photographer and former... Right. Well, it's G-O-U-L-A-R-T. Goulart? Sure. Sure. Um, He was a freelance news photographer and a former television cameraman. And then a 57-year-old, Elmer Hensley. I was like, oh, his name was Elmer. I don't know why his name is Elmer. It's just so cute. Um, He was a glass company employee, and they were both from Wichita as well. Two other persons remained hospitalized with gunshot wounds, while four were released um, after treatment. So at least some people got shot, but they weren't, like, fatal shootings. The sniper was stopped uh, 15 minutes later after the, well, with bolts fired by five policemen from an adjoining balcony. Jesus. Yeah, so they showed, like, a picture online, and it's literally the adjoining balcony. Like, there's one balcony with literally a wall in in between, and Uh then it just looks like it's a connecting balcony, though. So it's, like, the very, very top of the hotel Uh that was, like, the suites or whatever. So he got out there somehow. And the cops just found him, and they went out to the second one, and literally right around the corner just started, like, shooting at him and stuff, too. Well, he didn't die. Oh. Oh. Unfortunately. Hmm. So, he goes to trial, and during his trial, he testified that he didn't remember much about the shootings. Of course. Psychologists speculated that he couldn't cope with the the loss of his job and also being newly being rejected by his girlfriend. So... (sighs) Someone who's a little bit too sensitive, I guess, and can't and handle say, things properly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just went they out and just started shooting. Women are oversensitive. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so in his 
he like basically only gave like one interview and he said i just started shooting at things that caught my eye he told the jury um then the jury later rejected his plea of not guilty by reason of insanity because he literally just told them i started shooting things that caught my eye like Mm -hmm. not people but so he was kind of trying to distance himself from it and like oh i was just shooting things and not being like specific like yeah i was trying to kill those people but also they're like well no you're not just you're not crazy like you're fucking insane like you are like terrible so no you're you're not insane like he just kept trying to do insanity plea yeah no he said he didn't remember it yeah i don't remember it but i was just shooting things i remember shooting things yeah yeah so he's stupid um so souls agreed to an interview on the condition which i don't understand why they fucking did this on the condition that he would not be photographed and then he not be asked to discuss the crime then why the, the fuck are you interviewing him in the, the first place? Like, that's... no. But also, he shouldn't get, have to give you conditions. You should just be like, no, I'm going to interview you, and you have no fucking rights anymore because mm-hmm. you just murdered some people. So, yeah, I'm going to put your photo up, and yes, I'm going <laughs> to ask you about the crime. So, screw you. Yeah. It's very irritating. Um, but he frequently used his case to illustrate his views on such topics as cash, um, capital punishment. And the say state... no. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's like, no. Oh, <laughs> And as capital punishment and the state's sentencing laws, sentencing laws, that was hard for me to say, Um, sentencing laws that carry flat sentences, he said, would eliminate tension among prisoners who now um, must get the approval of parole board before they can be released. It's like, okay, so basically sentencing laws like that only do like, oh, you're in here for 20 20 years, that's it, and that's just going to eliminate tension. From prisoners starting to get out? Like, no. No. no it's just so that's, freaking stupid. That I think that's the least... It makes no sense. The least reason for tension in a prison. Well, also, he brings up tension a lot. He, I think he likes to blame tension on everything. Um, so, <laughs> he's... Oh, God damn it. Of course... Okay, so of course he's a ginger, everyone. He, Of course they've got to be a fucking ginger, right? Because we're the only crazy ones around here. No, so... Nope. So with red hair, freckled arms, uh, wearing uh, horn-rimmed glasses, jeans. Always the horn-rimmed glasses. Well, it was the 70s. Everybody had horn-rimmed glasses. True. (laughs) True. Uh, Jeans and a faded blue shirt with exactly three yellow pencils in one pocket. That's very specific. Um, And a prison ID clipped the other side. He souls paused occasionally during the interview and fumbled for words. Okay, this might be one of my favorite. This might be one of my favorite quotes of all time. Okay, Dag gummit, I've always had problems getting words out. He said at one point. Dag gummit, I've always Dag had gummit. problems getting words out. Okay, but also same. But what? Like, why did you even try to do an interview then? Like, what the fuck? So okay, so he's not the to. brightest crown in the box. Um, so as far as um. <clears throat> capital punishment he said i honestly feel that no person has a right to take another person's life except in self-defense anybody who takes another person's life needs to be examined or examined needs psychiatric help this i can see even in my own case i agree there is a need to separate them from from society for a time being but so they can get help or get the help that they need so, what? first of all, first he comes in saying he doesn't fucking remember the shootings. Second, he is pleading insanity because he doesn't remember them apparently into just shooting at random things. But then afterwards, 
funny. So capital punishment he doesn't think is necessary because um, you don't have the right to take away someone's life, which he understands, but he just did. And then also he's telling them that he needs psychiatric help. If you fucking knew that you needed psychiatric help, why don't you just go to a psychiatrist in the first place and not go to a hotel and shoot people? I'm sorry. So, yeah. What? This fucker is just so fucked in the head. I don't understand why... He just keeps going back and forth with everything. It's like, are you insane or do you know what you're doing? He doesn't know. He knows what he's doing. Like, he's freaking... He's crazy. Um, Yeah, so even... He can see it even in his own case that he needs psychiatric help. No shit, Sherlock. Like, you just fucking... We should have figured... Shot people for no reason. Before you got there. Yeah. That would have been great for those people. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yeah. People probably wouldn't be dead if you had just gotten your psychiatric help. Or killed yourself. Um, sorry, not sorry. So in uh, 1986, he actually had, he got a job in the prison library and he was making a dollar and five cents a day. Um, he was, uh, it was at the Kansas State Industrial Reformatory in Hutchison. Which I was like, I didn't, that's a very long name. After 10 years in prison, which was 86, he's, he said that he has retained his religious convictions and that his parents still come and visit him regularly. Oh, that's fantastic. Who the fuck cares? Like, I don't care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, nah, they're your parents. Of course they're going to come fucking see you. Like, seriously? Um, Apparently he was very soft-spoken, but he had, he was hoping to have a community college degree by that June of 86. What the, what did you just do? I was messing with my lip gloss and I, like, kind of. And it exploded? No. A little bit? It It kind of looks like it kind of exploded. It didn't explode. It was just. (laughs) All I saw was a little bit of panic, and then you just asked Cheryl for some napkins. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear God. It didn't explode. It just kind of, like, bubbled over. Oh, gotcha. It gooped so out. Cool. Gooped out. Gooped out. Okay, okay gooping out of there. <laughs> it's all goopy. Yeah. Um, let's see. <clears throat> yeah. So, I'm going to... I got to get a drink. <laughs> Okay. Um, so in his first interview since the shootings, he also said that he has re- he has resolved the inner conflicts that drove him to the top of the 26-story hotel. I did not have control over what was happening at the time, he said. I did not even know what was going on. Whether people will understand that, I don't know. No, people don't understand that because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, like, you don't understand what's happening. It's great that you've had an epiphany. But, but you also, know what's like, happening. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, yeah. That's why everybody's just like, uh, no, that's bullshit. So, um, the court also agrees. He received three consecutive life sentences. Um, state laws at the time ensured that he would be eligible eligible for parole after 15 years. So now two-thirds nope. <laughs> two thirds of the way toward the first um, parole hearing, he's he wasn't very optimistic of getting out. He said, I don't know. I feel I would have just, I would have just as much right being out as most of these other people meaning the other inmates. I'm like, mm. no, no, no. Um, I worked hard at alleviating what pa- what problems I had. I believe I deserve a chance. I feel like I've gotten things under control, and I feel like the problem that caused me to be here has been totally removed from my life. What caused me to be here was a buildup of tension that I didn't know how to deal with. If a person doesn't have a proper release for a built-up tension like that, it could happen to anybody. No. 
No. No. You go to a boxing gym. Exactly. Like you take your tension or your anger or whatever the fuck else it is you're calling it. Psychiatrist. You take it somewhere else. You don't just go to a top of a hotel and fucking shoot it. Or go in the woods and just shoot a tree. Once again, shoot yourself. I don't care. If you think that's going to fix the problem and you need all these fucking demons out or you got so much tension on you, go release it somewhere else and not shoot people. Just do some some yoga. Stupid. Right? Golly. Dag nabbit, do some yoga. Dag nabbit. It's hard to find words these days. <laughs> um, Souls also said that he was helped um, by some, helped somewhat by the five years of counseling within the prison by the psychologist who tried to figure out why he quote unquote blacked out that day. So now he's claiming that he blacked out. I'm like, fucking bullshit, (laughs) this Mm -hmm. dude right now. Um, But obviously for the victims, especially for the relatives of those who died, some of the wounds will never heal. And according to uh, Jack Middleton, who was was a police chaplain, um, who was, oh, president of the August 11 Council. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Oh, just kidding. It's a nonprofit corporation (laughs) formed to help victims of the shootings. Cool. Um, Larry Aid of Wichita still keeps a street sign as a reminder of how close he was to death. So he was one that got shot, but actually survived. Ah. Um, the, sh- the first shot hit the street sign, he said, and the second shot opened up the side of my head. Oh. Yep. So that just took ah. a fucking turn. Yeah. Um, and then Denise Gooseman was, um, she was of Derby, Kansas. She still carries a piece of the bullet next to her spine. And she says, it's in my neck and they won't mess with it. So yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> yeah, I didn't look up like any victim pictures or anything like that. I was like, I don't want to see this shit. I don't want to see it. Um, so Souls was up for, up for parole in 2017, and it was his fifth parole hearing, and it was once again denied. Stay in there, you motherfucker! <laughs> like, God. God damn it. So yeah, so this stupid piece of shit is crazy, but also saying that there's a lot of tension in his life that he couldn't deal with. You fucking people, find man. A way to deal with I it know. not killing people. There are. Well, mm. in the seventies, I don't have any resources. But honestly, but you like didn't tell have to someone kill else. Go, tell someone else. Like talk to go someone else or something. If you have that much tension that you feel like you need to go to the top of a hotel randomly and just, just take a lunch pail full of bullets. Find an old man and he'll people. sit there and talk to you. <laughs> right? My goodness. Maybe That's not true. about what you asked him. No, but he will start talk, talking. He'll talk to you. <laughs> Who knows? Oh then it'll God. distract you, and then you'll just be you'll be ready to go to sleep yep. mm-hmm. instead. Right? Just sleep it Jesus. off, everyone. Just <laughs> hear God. Sleep, when sleep in doubt, sleep it off. Yeah. When, when in, in doubt, doubt, sleep, sleep it, it off. off. <laughs> just good God. Yeah. I mean, that's a good. Yeah, just, yeah like, it works for everything. Like, yeah. Don't want to write that paper? Go sleep it off. Sleep it off. Yeah. You'll write it in the morning. If I you don't really want to go out or go to party or something, sleep, sleep it, it off. off. If you don't want to go to work, sleep it off. Sleep it off. It might not work very well for you in the end. You might not still have that job, yeah. but you can sleep it off. But, hey, you know what you do when you don't have that job? Just go find a new sleep. one. Oh, go find yeah. a new one. Yeah. Don't want to look for a job? Sleep it, sleep off. it off. Just kidding. Don't don't sleep Eight of, all the time, people. Yeah. No, but no, sleeping no, does yeah. help. Yeah. Anyway, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So there was Michael Souls, piece of shit. Another Michael one to add Souls. to the books. Blech. Blech. All right. Go. Wink. Wink. 
Ashley Nelson Studios is a locally owned salon and spa in downtown Overland Park at 7917 Santa Fe. Everyone in this space owns their own businesses, so really we are a tribe of independent women business owners. Ashley is a licensed esthetician and makeup artist. She specializes in natural-based services and products. She started making her own makeup line when she was just 11 years old and is now living a dream come true. Ashley now has her own makeup line and skincare line she creates for a wide range of skin needs and skin tones. One of her most popular items at the shop are her natural-based coconut oil lip glosses. The smooth, hydrating treatment is never sticky and just the perfect amount of color. These two Kansas City-inspired glosses are perfect for fall. A beautiful rose gold shimmer, Kansas City pretty, and a creamy muted blush, Love KC, go great with sweaters, boots, and hot chocolates. She's got a full range of sheer glosses, lipsticks, lip stains, and more. Mention this ad in store for 20% off. Any new lip color for fall or book yourself the That's KC Fall Spa Flight. Mini facials or skin treatment, hydrodermabrasion, hot towel foot massage, and scalp massage. 35 minutes for $40. Check out Ashley Nelson Studios on Facebook or check the show notes for the link to book your That's KC Fall Spa Flight. Google it. Okay. I don't know. Why are they being so loud? I don't know what is happening. But once again, it's not making me angry enough to walk up another flight of stairs Mm -mm. to go say anything. That's why I need a giant, I need a pole. You're just going to start stabbing the ceiling. You're like, shut up, get up there. Please be quiet. (laughs) I'd be that guy (laughs) or that girl. Like, just be like, I'm the crazy grandpa (laughs) in the building. Just like, it's not, it's not the pregnant ghost. It's me (laughs) who's pissed at everyone. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. Um, Mine is uh, Dr. Hyde, but not the kind you think. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know. I saw it and I was like, what? But it's the times <sighs> don't match up. Oh. Um, Sad day. I know. So, but we'll start off talking about uh, <laughs> Colonel Thomas Hutton Swope. Name Swope Park. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I was like, you looked like you were trying to read say, me onto it. Yeah. I know, but I had more to say whose name you may or may not know. Anyway, he gave Kansas City, if you're not familiar, listening, uh, if you're not familiar, not. Um, uh, give Kansas City one, uh, he gave Kansas City one of the largest medicinal parks in America uh, at, uh, oh, uh, at the age of 70 in 1896. 1896? Uh-huh. Wow. That I thing didn't realize called... it was that I know. long ago. Swope Park. Yep. That's what it's called. Swope, Swope, Swope Park. Park. Uh, you can just cut that one out from earlier. Nah. Just just cut out anything that I said. Well, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't guess it at all. So, oh, my God. Swope Park. Get out. Oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs> I'm just now putting that together. I, Holy shit. I had no idea. Well, that's what I was hoping. I'm so surprised. That's why I brought it this way. <laughs> no anyway. joke. Okay, that's what I'm you good. get. I'm God fine. doesn't like ugly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, so, so Park, uh, if you don't remember from the fun fact that I did forever ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was about uh, 1,350 acres of uh, rolling wooded mm-hmm. lying four miles southeast of town, um, which is like kind of what made his name famous, despite... He was like a Yale graduate and was very wealthy with his real estate invest investigation invest investment. Yep, there investment. And yada yada yada. Anyway, he died. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Suddenly, Aww. and the circumstances surrounding his sudden illness and death was actually more famous than his gift to Kansas City <gasps> at 
the time of his death. Oh my god. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's weird. So we're talking I'm about. intrigued. We're all like <laughs> what? Let's Tell me what we'll talk about. We'll talk about Thomas a little bit more and then we'll get to a bunch of other stuff. Um so Thomas, while being a lifelong bachelor, meaning Ooh. he was never married, if you don't know what that means. So the male spinster. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But heaven but no. But he's, he's called just, a bachelor. He's a bachelor. Yes. That's his decision. Because he's a white man. Because he's a, yeah. Well, <laughs> just a man in general. Well, man. Yeah. Sure. But he yeah. was known <laughs> to be mild-mannered, but also self-conscious. So that may be, you know, Oh, maybe we, Aww, poor guy. Maybe yeah, so you think with all of that <laughs> yeah. money. Maybe he wasn't so bad, man. Hmm. Um, he, uh, though, living alone until he moved into the... Uh, uh, as, described, as it was described, turreted red brick mansion of his late brother in Independence, Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Um, He's all later over the place with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> later in life. Um, from this house, who is, with, it later is called his uh, uh, sister-in-law's house, so oh. obviously that's an easier way to say it, um, instead of his dead brother's house. Um, <laughs> dead brother's. From this house, uh, which was home to seven nieces and nephews, uh, which I mean, eighteen. What nineteen? That's true. Eighteen ninety six and nineteen. That's nothing. That, yeah, um, the frugal. He was quite frugal as a millionaire. He Good. took the streetcar to his downtown Kansas City office in New England and the New England Life Building until oh. the month before his death. That is a long That's time. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking. Just thinking of like how long that takes. Yeah. Like even from a when I had to take the like metro bus. From Penn Valley all the way to Independence Center, sometimes that was like roughly two hours. Because I'm just thinking about it. That's that was now. It was now streetcar then. It was like super slow. Took like, probably what like, the fuck? She's like three. Golly, yeah, it's probably like a day. <laughs> you need a whole day to travel. <laughs> stayed and then just stayed there. And, yeah, yeah. But he would go back and forth on the. That's crazy. Thing. He probably could have had his own car mm-hmm. or or someone or a car with what some, is a it? Driver a covered wagon? I don't know at the time of this. Um, not a couple of cars. They had cars by then. Yeah, they had cars by then. Like a train. I don't know. Uh, His own personal train (laughs) around his own train. train. I would, though. If I was a millionaire back there, fuck yeah, train. Yes, give me a train. Thank you. I hope Uh, it gets robbed. Nah, try me. (laughs) It would just be, I'm just painting on it. Try me, please. (laughs) Uh, So the last days prior to his death was dealt with how best to, um, uh, I couldn't think of a different word from what they put, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to put the word that they put, so I put a dish out his wealth, um, uh-huh. aka like his will, uh, which which the will promised generous gifts of s- gifts to siblings, cousins, nephews, and nieces, included including Francis Hyde. Pin that. Pin it. Um, his real estate alone was worth three and a half million dollars. Goo. So like back then, I it was know, like back then money think, was three million dollars. Yeah. Holy shit. That's got to be like at least a hundred million or something, fifty some, million, some, some big number like <laughs> today. Well, um, uh, but I'm not gonna Google it. So no, <laughs> someone no. else can. No, we'll figure it out later. later. Um, usually, when ill, Thomas would tend to self-doctor himself. However, in his last days, he allowed Doctor Bennett Clark Hyde to treat him. Doctor Hyde was the husband of his young uh, niece, Frances. Hmm. But so he would doctor himself. He would doctor like he wouldn't like, even go to the doctor. That's my type of man right there. I thought he a doctor. Like that's right? hilarious. This guy gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but 
On October 3rd, 1909, Thomas died suddenly in his sister-in-law's home with Dr. Hyde in attendance. Uh Uh-oh. His brief and violent illness laid for many questions to come. Uh huh. I got lots of them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Thomas's body lay in state, which I think is just like on view. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like the way it was said, so I left it <laughs> at the public library where thousands of mourners paid their respects. Yeah, they basically put them in like a clear box, and people can come by and like see them. Ah, it's. I mean, like sometimes it's the actual coffin; they just leave it open. Ah. But mm-hmm. typically, they would do like like viewing like glass box things. It's fucking weird. But they do yeah. that with like royal families and yeah. like stuff like that if mm. people want to do that mm. or like if a president dies or something you can go view his body and all that shit yeah, yeah. Weird. weird weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't even go to like regular funerals and see the body i'm just like no i even knew it the person so there's no. no reason it should be on no. display no 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 no, no 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 um his body was then laid in a holding vault until a tomb could be prepared in swope park where he had requested burial what yeah. pin it um <laughs> It's like she made the gesture. Well, not, yeah, I, mean, okay. I made it too early. Um, but it wasn't until eight year, eight and a half years after his death, April 18th, 1918, that Colonel Thomas uh, Swope was laid to rest in Swope Park, high on a hill amid a forest of trees overlooking Swope Park. His tomb is a white granite Greek temple guarded by a pair of stone lions. What? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that mm-hmm. at Swope Park. I mean, Swope Park is also gigantic. It's literally bigger than Central Park in New York. Has more square footage. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Has more square footage than Central Park. And of course, Swope Park. Yeah, like it spans everything over there. Like if you literally just Google Swope Park and like the border of it, Mm -hmm. it's insane. Like I don't think pool and the sports uh, Mm -hmm. soccer like all of it is included in Swope Park, and I never Mm -hmm. knew that. (laughs) Like I was just like, oh, yeah, crazy. It's huge. No. Don't do it. No, 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 no. no. We both just... I just knew. No, no. 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 Oh, come on. No. Let me do it. (laughs) Oh, come on. Ah. All right. You haven't done it in a while. Do it. Huge. Okay, that's enough. And immediately throw up in my mouth. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to know. Crazy. Let's get to know Dr. Hyde. Is his, his thing is there still, right? His tomb? He's huge, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to go see it. Like, like, that's okay, cool. trip. Right? Let's go like, find it now after this. Mm. <laughs> uh okay so uh let's get it introduced to to, to dr hyde <laughs> mr dr hyde <laughs> how do you do uh miss francis swope uh would not listen to her mother uncle sisters brothers or it seemed or it seemed to reason her mother mrs logan swope insisted the man francis loved dr bennett clark hyde was no good Everyone mm-hmm. in the Swope clan, uh, I hate that, uh, Swope family, okay, let's <laughs> not, ugh. Nope. Uh, one of the most prominent families in the state of Kansas, agreed he was not to be trusted. Their low opinion of the fiancé was based par- pa- partially upon a previous scrape with the law, in which Dr. Hyde uh, had been arrested as the head of a gang of grave robbers, gross, and uh, partially upon his reputation for cruelty to women. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Grave um, robbers are so gross. It's just like, ew. It's bony. Oh, gross. They don't need it anymore. It's got to be They're fucking dead. smelly, though. Yeah. Like, you fucking bear. <laughs> well, they don't, but. You know. I, yeah, I also don't believe with burying your own personal things. Like, if I can give them to someone, yeah. but still. Like, but no, I agree. But, like, you open that shit after some <laughs> years. Like, ew. Ugh. Ew. That yeah, smell okay. is going to be fucking disgusting. Yeah. It's um, not worth it, guys. It's not worth it. Rob a bank instead. Right? <laughs> Jesus. 
But Frances would have none of it! <laughs> In 1905, she secretly married the doctor. A good wife, Frances stood... Ugh, never. Uh, Is it quote-unquote good wife? No, it's a good... A, mm-hmm. a good wife, Frances stood by her husband, even when another woman sued him for breach of promise within days of the wedding. Um, which I assume is like breach, like not falling through like another proposal maybe perhaps yeah, I don't know right. I meant to google that part but it didn't um, yeah probably she, he was engaged to someone else and then <laughs> broke it up and ah 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 yeah. she stood by him <laughs> even when all her relatives including her uncle good old Thomas remember um, shunned the newlyweds Francis would continue to stand by her man even as he stood before a court four years later accused of trying to wipe out her entire family with cocktails of typhoid cyanide and strychnine Whoa! Her entire family. All right, whoa, buddy. You just need one of those. You don't need a cocktail of strychnine, cyanide, and... Not all of it, but relatively. Some got some, and some got other things. Okay. I was like, he literally just makes all this shit together and try to give it to them. In case one didn't work. (laughs) Got some backups. Like, whoa, dude. Calm thyself. So, uh, the the attempted killings, supposedly, uh... (laughs) We'll get to that. Why, supposedly, in a second. And everyone is going to be angry. It's fine. That's fine. It was a gradual process. By 1909, Frances and her husband had warmed their way <laughs> very funny, uh, back into their family's favor, so much so that it seemed reasonable that Hyde would be called when her uh, family uh, fell ill. So when Dr. Ah. Ben, Dr. Hyde would be called when families fell ill. Mm-hmm. First came James Moss Hutton. Uh, the cousin of uh, of Thomas Swope, uh, Dr. Hyde, was called to tend to uh, James, <laughs> who had a stomach problem in late September 1909. The doctor decided the best treatment would be to extract the bad blood. Uh, two pints and some pills later, Hutton was dead. Huh. Uh, Dr. Hyde listed the cause of death as op- uh, apoplexy. I looked apoplexy? Just, apoplexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a hemorrhage mm-hmm. or something. Hemorrhaging. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Which also. I've heard of that. Remember. Remember <laughs> that. I've heard of that one. Go to <laughs> apoplexy. apoplexy. Remember that. <laughs> For later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a few days later, October 1st, 1909, as we discussed, uh, <laughs> Dr. Hyde was called to the bedside of Colonel Thomas Swope as he needed something to soothe his stomach, he said. Uh, but Dr. Hyde's digestion pills that he suggested didn't make Thomas feel better. In fact, Pearl, uh, according to Pearl Keller, the nurse attending him on the day of his death, said that uh, Thomas had been reading the newspaper when she gave uh, him his capsule. Within 20 minutes, his limbs began to stiffen. He started uh, he started to groan and then fell into violent convulsions. His last words, Nurse Keller said, were, I wish I had not taken that medicine. I wish I were dead. His wish came true oh, minutes but, later. I was about to say, uh, well, uh, here The you death go. certificate signed by Dr. Hyde listed the cause as apoplexy. Oh, my mm. God. Hmm? Yeah, so... What? No, dude. Not everyone can die of apoplexy. No, from whatever your from pill is a pill, that you yeah. gave them. Somehow. Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> a pilgrim. Uh, in December, <laughs> more misfortune struck the Swope family. Oh Eight nieces, God. nephews, and cousins, all named in the will, huh? <laughs> came down with typhoid. Oh, my God. 
God. Uh, Crispin Swope died on December 6th, three days after he stated to, started to sow systems that bore a disturbing resemblance to those suffered by his late uncle. So apoplexy or typhoid. Oh, Who knows? God. Um, it was all too much for Francis's mother. She was never a fan of her son, son-in-law, as we recall. Uh, <laughs> she was now certain that he harbored murderous intentions. Mm-hmm. The motive was money. Yeah, She told police Dr. Hyde had seen uh, the will of, uh, of Thomas, Mr. Swope, Colonel Swope, men and man of many names, uh, <laughs> and was bumping off anyone who stood between him and the old man's fortune. No shit. Yeah, the bodies of uh, Colonel Swope and his uh, nephew. Uh, oh, what did I, I just James. said his name? Nope, that's his cousin, Crispin. Uh, Crispin, yes. <laughs> Thank you for remembering what the words I just said. Welcome. Uh, were exhumed and examined for traces of poison. Good. Investigators found strychnine, but the uh, uh, concentrations were not high enough to prove that Doctor Hyde had knowingly poisoned his patients. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, if they had hair DNA back then, they could have just cut, the, pulled the hair out, and trimmed it, and seen when they were poisoned. Just saying. What? That's yeah. a thing? Your hair, like, when your hair grows, if you can just pull a hair, they can cut it in, like, quarter-inch things, and then you can show by, like, because your hair grows almost every six months. Yeah. So, like, they can cut it down to every six months, and they can see when your hair has, like, poison, res- like, residual stuff of poison in it, and then they can tell exactly when you've been poisoned. Whoa. Yeah, where it Whoa. has like higher levels of poison or not. Whoa. Fun fact, you're welcome. Huh. <laughs> Forensic files, thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> they were exhumed. Uh, but then one of Dr. Hyde's colleagues, Dr. Edward Stewart, told police he had given Hyde a test tube filled with typhoid. What the fuck? Culture. On why, would you, why would you do? Why would you give someone a vial of typhoid culture? I, what is know. that? Weird that. fucking on, people in 1900s, yeah. man. Like, I mean, just uh, passing it around. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Uh, excuse me, uh, colleague. Can I have some typhoid for what? No particular reason. Of course you can. Of course. <laughs> why not? Oh. Uh, anyway, November 10th, Hyde told Stewart he was planning to use the cultures for an experiment. And Uh a druggist came forth saying that he had sold Hyde large quantities of cyanide and strychnine, which the doctor said he needed to kill rats. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me that many fucking rats. No. No. Well, rats, if he's talking about a family, Rat or rat. Uh, Police arrested Hyde in late December. Uh, Francis declared to the press that her husband was wrongly accused. Uh, there were fireworks at the trial, which started on April 11th, 1910, as Frances and her mother, brother, and sisters clashed on the witness stand. <laughs> oh, this has gotten gosh. very intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 On the edge of my seat. Right. <laughs> Mother-in-law tries to hang son-in-law, reported one newspaper oh. after Mrs. Swope's testimony uh, that Hyde had acknowledged had knowledge of Swope's, of Thomas's will, and thus a motive to kill. Mm-hmm. Francis's younger sisters gave damning testimony. <laughs> I'm just trying to read this as a court report. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about Hyde's uh, bedside manner. Dr. Hyde came into my room and looked over my medicines, said Margaret Swope. Uh, a short time later, a nurse gave her a capsule. My convulsions followed after sister had uh, that... Uh, 
another sister, G, oh. <laughs> uh, had that uh, Dr. Hyde had come into our room in the middle of the night and jabbed her arm with a needle. The arm quickly became infected. Ew. Well, rude. First of all, rude. I'm fucking sleeping. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. don't Second jab me with a needle. I'm fucking how, sleeping. Why? What the don't fuck? do that. Um, Hyde's defense said that, uh, that uh, Thomas Swope had died of old age. No, he was fine until yeah. that day. His until stomach you was gave just, him a capsule. Until you gave him a capsule, <laughs> his tummy was just upset. <laughs> Too bad they didn't have Pepto at that his time. Tummy was rumbling. Mm-hmm. It's a little upset. It's a little tummy. There's a little tum tum rum. <laughs> <laughs> bubble guts. Bubble guts. He had the bubble guts. He had the bubble guts. He needs some tums or some, probably just, just gave him some charcoal yep. to chew on. Ew. Oh, <laughs> that's, well, that's what's in there. It's actually oh, charcoal. That's Jesus that Christ. Is. Just give him, just gnaw on this. You'll be no, fine. on this. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, or some mint. Hmm. Mint soothes your stomach. Ooh. That's why you're supposed to chew gum if you're feeling queasy. Oh. I didn't know that. Another fun fact. You're welcome. Wow. Oh, my God. You're just so welcome, you, can, you guys. You can also get uh, uh-huh. ginger ale or ginger yeah. beer, either one, with some bitters in it. Yeah. Oh, cure, cure your stomach. I found that while sitting at a bar complaining <laughs> about my tummy troubles. All right. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. The illness among the other relatives were all a result of bad drinking water at the Swope Mansion in Independent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it, to be fair, though. Independence water can be sketchy. Okay, but um, not have typhoid in but it. But no. Or have strychnine or No, and cyanide. if it were, then it would have been more surrounding. Everyone. Yeah, yeah in the surrounding one house. Area. No. Uh, where most of the family lived. Uh, the jury, however, could not understand why Dr. Hyde needed all that cyanide and strychnine, because he did, uh, to kill off a few rats. They found him guilty, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Yay. Yay. No. Oh, no. Francis had one terse statement for the press. Clark is innocent and he shall be freed, she said. Calm down. <sighs> Hysterical woman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, she hired the best lawyer she could find. In September, they filed an appeal citing uh, 255 errors in the case and attacking the competence of the poison experts who testified for the prosecution. Hyde won a new trial. Oh, God. Hmm? Which started in October of 1911, and after eight long weeks, came to an abrupt and bizarre halt. Around midnight on December 11th, juror uh, Harry Waldron pried open a nailed transom. I don't know what that is. Uh, crawled through the space, slipped down a fire escape, and bolted through the jur- 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 jurors jur- 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 hotel. Uh, early that day, he had become agitated when he spotted his children and wife in the courtroom. Ah, he missed them so much, he said it was driving him mad. Police caught up with a runaway a few days later, but he said but he was in no shape for the jury box. I had been driven almost to distraction. Don't know what that means. Uh, a wide-eyed and trembling Waldron told the judge. He did drugs. So, he, I don't know. so a guy on the jury just saw his family? Mm-hmm. In the courtroom mm-hmm. and was like, oh my god, I miss him so much. He fucking tried to break out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fuck? stand being cooped up. There seemed to be nothing but walls and eyes around me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but fucking selfish. Did you, I, did you see, um, uh, was it the People vs. OJ, the Fox, the FX series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like one of those jurors. Was like she was, uh, they were all eating lunch and she like tried to bolt. Mm-hmm. The, it's like, so what it's the kind fuck, of, people? It's like, so chill. Idiots. Like, guys, you're trying to put up. 
like if you if like if you literally don't stay here this one person is going to come out and start killing more people yeah so fucking suck it up fucking suck it up and wait a couple more weeks to see your family like Mm -hmm. oh my god yeah but Hyde's second hearing ended in a mistrial and while uh, Waldron's lunacy seemed genuine there were some who suggested that it was all an act paid for by Hyde's devoted wife Mm -hmm. Uh, a third trial in 1913 ended when the jury could not agree prosecutors talked about a fourth trial but in 1917 the charges were dismissed of course Mm -hmm. isn't that um they can typically do like double jeopardy with that shit uh i don't know if double jeopardy was was like a thing by then yeah maybe it wasn't technically double jeopardy but it might kind of been they probably just like you know what (laughs) they're like you know what this is fucking ridiculous we can't do that it was just one family like like, no but it's it's done now he's not gonna do it again he promised (laughs) he promised he's promised he's a good guy you guys was he six two he just (laughs) he's six two no damn it he's like actually this like tiny short fat guy just like fuck you um on his murderpedia which is where i got most of my information um his face is not great um (laughs) not great um yeah but three years later, mm-hmm. bearing him a son and daughter, Frances Hyde finally saw what her mother had seen in 1905 and in October 1920, charging repeated and constant acts of cruelty and violence. She filed for divorce. Finally. Yeah. Took you a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duh. Um, uh, his family gone, Hyde moved to a small community. Lexington, um, Missouri, uh, about 40 miles from Kansas City. He set up a modest country practice and okay. lived quietly and alone until August 8, 1934. On this day, as it was his habit, he had gone to visit the local newspaper office to get a sneak peek at the news. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where they're, the printing part, the guy. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, got it. Uh, a few seconds after he entered the office, so coming back, uh, he fell down and was dead when he hit the ground. The cause of death listed is apoplexy. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Goes Boom, bitch. Mind blown. Boom. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Dr. Hyde. But also, like, did any other people in Lexington start to die around that time? Yeah, I mean, get, I mean, we get don't that know far. about we that. Know. <laughs> How many other Maybe people he did he murder? lesson doubt it <laughs> but i guess he, if he doesn't have money so i mean yeah as a motive he doesn't yeah. have a need to kill well country probably doesn't have a lot of cyanide they've got True. they got they got country cats to kill them rats <laughs> gotta catch <your> cats. <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah. cool yeah he died that's great that's yeah. a good enough story for me that's fine he died of irony as long as he died <laughs> right he died of irony uh yeah so and um uh there you go. Listen, listen to your mother about a man you're interested in and want to marry. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho. Also, she was a dumbass if she couldn't see that he was murdering off the family. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. She's like, no. She obviously she just wanted the money. Right? <laughs> true. She was true, true. with him. She, yeah. was she was in it to win it. Kill. Uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. Do you want me to do my tip? Yeah. Okay. Just the tip, though. Just for <laughs> you guys. Slowly. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so um I did this one for you guys because you both have cats. Um Yay. so wanna keep your cat from scratching certain things or getting on certain things? Yeah. You know that they hate Vicks Vapor Rub? Apparently they hate the smell of it. So you can apply a small amount to Vicks Vapor Rub in any area that the cat 
that you don't want them to go. Um, and they hate the smell, so they'll stay away from it. And you can even put it on yourself if they start to, if they scratch you too much. So like new kittens and stuff like mm. that too. So like they're like, just rub a little bit on your arms or whatever if the cat is like fucking attacking you. And it'll learn not to scratch those areas. Mm. Um, but you can also, if your dog or cat goes to the bathroom inside, you can put a little bit or just the can right next to where they usually go and they'll smell it and they'll fucking get away from it. So to help your pets from Good. peeing in the house and from maybe scratching you or destroying other things, put Vicks vapor rub everywhere. I'm gonna have to put it everywhere, right? Just like <laughs> just, is just, a jerk. just put it, just put it in like a container, just like mix it with a little water, and maybe just a sprayer, mm-hmm. just fucking spray it everywhere. <laughs> just yeah, like you need like the essential oil Vicks vapor rub just everywhere just in the house. Use it. Mulan would just be gone. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I'm fucking leaving I'm out then. of here. Just get her to one room. Like, yeah. <laughs> Stay jerk. in here. Jeez. Oh, but there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good to know. I was like, well, I, I've, I would use it for like the dog thing too. Cause like, I know like boy dogs and stuff. Like we've had dogs come over and they just pee in the house. Like they're claiming their spot or marking their spot. So it's like, hey, uh, yeah, if that. you don't want them to do that, vapor rub. Vix that shit. Vix. Vix it. Vix it. Vix it with fix, or fix it with fix it. Fix it with fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Fix with it. Fix. fix it. Fix, fix it with Vicks. Oh, are we doing like a me. commercial now? Okay, oh. what's happening? Fix <laughs> like, whoa, here comes the jingle. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Oh, all right. Oh, I thought of more things, but I'm going to stop. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fun fact. Yay. It's a doctor. Fun fact. But specifically, a lady doctor. Oh, yeah. Like a like a like a, a lady doctor. No, like not a male doctor, doctor. A lady doctor. <laughs> a doctor that's a, a woman. Like a, like a woman oh. doctor, or like a, a like a lady doctor, or a lady bits doctor. <laughs> a lady I doctor. Call, I call him the lady bits doctor. A lady doctor with lady bits. <laughs> okay. A lady doctor with lady bits. <laughs> a lady bit doctor who's no. a lady with lady no. bits. No. <laughs> the lady bits everywhere. <laughs> lady bits everywhere. <laughs> you just see guys going, no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Deal with it, lady bits. <laughs> I call it the lady bit doctor. <laughs> like, lady it's bits. funny. Okay, continue. A lady doctor that has nothing to do with lady bits. Besides her own. A lady doctor, no lady bits. Oh, wait. But she has she lady, has lady bits, bits, but she doesn't look she at doesn't, them. But she doesn't she work on lady bits. She's own? not a doctor okay, for God. lady bits. She's right, just a lady doctor. Abort, abort. Oh! Oh! She's a lady bit doctor. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. That's not what I meant. Okay, whoa. Oh, no. Anyway, that's okay. a good turn. We took it. Oh, we boy. took it there. We took oh. it over the edge. You usually be every fucking time. You usually be toe the line. Nah. We just like hopped. It. It's just Monday. Shot it, yeah, over hopped, sprinted. I, yeah. Up the hill. Yep. Um, <laughs> sprinted. Up the hill. Okay. Uh, Doctor <laughs> Catherine Richardson. Oh. Um, 1860 to 1933, relocated to Kansas City in the 1990s with her sister, Alice. Uh, (laughs) Alice. I assume also Richardson. Uh, Both had earned degrees in medicine and industry, respectively. Nice. For that time. Smart lady. From the Pennsylvania Women's College. Oh. Wow. Sounds prestigious. In those good days, no hospital practice would consider hiring a female. Hmm. Uh, And the sisters opened their own practice in Kansas City. And it just so happens that Catherine and Alex together established Children's Mercy Hospital. Oh, what? my God. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Today, one of the top best, wait, top ten best children's hospitals in the country. Yeah. Yours truly also spent time there when they were hit by a car when they were four. Did I, t- did I tell that story yep. at some point? Okay, I told you guys. Don't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast. Here we go. Yep. Woo. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> I just got super hyped about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, but show yeah, mercy. That's cool. Show mercy. Yeah, started so, by two ladies. Started by two, two lady ladies. doctors. <laughs> lady doctors. Mm. Hello. <laughs> uh, in 1896, Children's Mercy first opened under the name of Free Bed Fund Association for Crippled, Deformed, and rip, uh, Ruptured Children. Okay, I can see why they changed the name. Yeah, I was going to say that's a fair Children's awesome. Mercy is a lot better name. Yeah, but also than, like, than oh, what was nice. it? What was it again? Free. Bed Fund Association for Crippled, Deformed, and Ruptured Children. I think that was the entire alphabet. <laughs> like, um, yep. Try yeah. to do a little acronym with that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Have fun with that F- one. F-B-F-A-C-D-R-C. <laughs> sure. All right. Q-L-M-N-O-P. I don't know. The modest quarters were located within a maternity hospital. Oh. Uh, the only place lady doctors might practice. Duh. Yeah. That makes sense for that can, time. They can only be about our own babies. That's all they know. Yeah. But also, they, know they know about lady parts. Yeah. At that time, <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> it began with just one hospital and one very ill young girl, uh, eventually evolving from the Mercy Bed to the brand new Children's Mercy Hospital on Independence Avenue. Nice. That's cool. Um, Catherine did her best to create a joyful atmosphere for the poor sick children. Yeah, true. Like, um, uh, as the, like when you're on like a stretcher as a child, they have like the ceiling painted to you, mm-hmm. and there's like this thing that or I remember. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't, of course, I haven't been been there. Child, yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't been since I broke my ankle in like sixth grade. <laughs> um, uh, but there's like a I remember this like little star dome thing that you could play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and change like the mood lighting and everything. Cool. And then we give you like popsicles, I remember. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Porsche children abound with uh, airiness, light, and of course, innumerable toys and activities. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Especially a lot of toys in the waiting room. Catherine, though a woman, was, <laughs> <laughs> was amongst the elite surgeons in Kansas City and a generous one at that. Boom. Because, again, <laughs> they put those good old days. Oh African American people were disallowed from white hospitals. The doctor was forced to turn away black children. To remedy this in her own way, she initiated the installment of a pediatrics program at uh, Wheatley uh, Provident Hospital in the 18th and Vine, a hospital serving the city's black community. What? Jim, uh, hmm. this Catherine. She right? needs to have her this own name. lady. Let's change it. No more J.C. Nichols filed. No more fucking Pendergast bullshit. No. no. Fucking Catherine. What was her name? Catherine Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Fucking hell, man. Fuck yeah, uh, Catherine. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, lady doctors. <laughs> fuck yeah, lady fuck doctors. Fuck yeah, lady doctors. Um... <laughs> uh, when she died in 1936, oh, no, oh, wait, this is 1933. No. Something was wrong. Okay. Anyway, um, the good surgeon's funeral service was held on the grounds of Children's Mercy Hospital. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Leave that's it to crazy. a woman. I know, man. To do come something up with good. really good health care for children. For oh children, who would imagine my, that? And disenfranchised minorities. <gasps> what? What? Hmm. And built not for, yeah, just like Jesus. come on, my God. <laughs> Golly. All right. Petition to name something after Catherine. Yeah. I signed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take J.C. Nichols away. Yeah. No more J.C. Nichols Fountain. Okay. Or or J.C. Nichols Road. It's Catherine Richardson to me now. Yeah. Sounds perfect. And it's it's Catherine's town. (laughs) Not Tom's town. 
everything. Fuck them. Just changing everything. <laughs> everything is Catherine Richardson. It's Catherine. All about it's Catherine. It's all about the Kathy. The, uh, the uh, well, we could even use Richard, well, we could even use Richardson in some of it because it kind of sounds manly. So some males yeah. might be more accepting of it. Richardson, not be town. like if they hear Catherine, and be like, like huh? the women. We change it's it like, to Richardsons, and they were like, "Have bitches!" It was right? a girl no. all the time. And there's a just a trick, just a portrait everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and instead of a, a, an apothecary, it's an apothecary. Oh my god, I went too far. Yep. I know you took it there. <laughs> you went over, but also yeah. Can't bring it back now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Oh yeah. God. So, Kath, well, Catherine cool. and Alice, but Catherine was yeah. searching a part and then Alice. I assume she, yeah. So, well, thank you also, Alice. Yes. Thank you, Alice. Catherine and You're Alice. Cool, too. <laughs> Kath and Al. You were there, too. You were there. Good old Kath cool. and Al. Kath. Oh, my God. Richardson. Richardson. Good old sisters. <laughs> the Richardson sisters. sisters. The Richardson sisters. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're going to okay. oh. do something. Okay. We're doing I, something. I, yep. I swear. Okay. I <laughs> Do it. I see the determina- <laughs> determination in your right. eyes. Yeah. Forget. Oh, yeah. Forget. No. We're going to call it Hospital Hill anymore. Call it a... Catherine Hill. Catherine's Hill. Richardson. Kath- Richardson's Hill. Richardson's Hill. It's not Truman it's Medical a, anymore. A Oh, Richards. Yeah, maybe, maybe if we put her name on it, it'll be better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but have a far you been stretch. there? Right, that's a far stretch. stretch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. Especially the one downtown. Don't go there. Yeah, that's okay. the one I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah no nope. hospital health. Yeah, all that. Okay. Whew. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Cool. Healthcare. Cold medals. <laughs> Kathy's medals. Okay. Anyway, I'm done. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Anything else? No. Nope. Um. Go see Black Klansman. Okay. Yeah. Because cool, cool. everyone else also, not also, just me. I think I mentioned that at the beginning of the episode. I feel yeah. like I can't remember. Um, but yeah, see it. Because it's Kevin Wilmot, co-writer, uh, mm-hmm. uh, film at KU, teacher, yeah. still teaching. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's the second movie he's co-wrote with uh, Spike Lee. Wow. Yeah. So insane. Ah, it like blows my mind every time. so cool. Just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Spike Lee. I was like, so, know someone here. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. No, it's from they, Kansas. Um, what? Last, because it came out last Friday. No, yeah, last Friday. Not last Friday. The tenth. It came out the tenth. That, was that not? That's not last Friday. No, no, that no. was definitely two Fridays ago. I don't know what um, that. I don't but know what on, it is. on the <laughs> Wednesday before, they had it at Alamo Draft House. They had ah. like a viewing, and then also like a Q and A um, Skype with like Spike Lee and the cast. Uh, cool, I think cool, cool. Kevin was also there because it was like a special like thing, like a carpet thing or red, I don't yeah. remember whatever mm-hmm. yeah special party for it um, and then on that Friday when it opened uh, also at Alma Draft House I had a Q&A with Kevin nice that's so cool that's yeah. cool that was cool oh yeah we forgot to talk about our Q&A oh Jesus for uh, well, the for the Bob Berdella thing yeah yeah if you missed it it was pretty neat. It was neat. It was neat. It was a lot if of you missed stories. it, you missed it. You missed, yeah. <laughs> you missed it. But there may be a part, a part two, two happening. Ooh, it's because yeah. Greenland, uh, just uh, there on the, I think the 25th is when they'll be done with their remodeling. And they added cool. like, two more theaters and the lobby's nice. going to be bigger. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so go support go, some go, go. local stuff. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, well, that's me. it. That's all. <laughs> and, and that's Casey. Hey, folks, please don't forget to subscribe, review, and continue to listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If we're not on your favorite podcast directory, please let us know. You can chat with us on Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. If you'd like to keep the local liquor, food, and podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon at That's KC Pod. 
If you have any suggestions for local Missouri or Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, and thank you to Brian Lawson for the intro beat. Okay, bye!